Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's first dealer fans. What's going on? And your host of Let's Ride Your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast. But it's not Monday, it's not Wednesday, it's not Friday. It is actually Sunday morning, the day after. The day after the Pittsburgh Steelers lose to the Indianapolis Colts 30-13. to I had said on Friday I wasn't sure if we were going to do a special winners and losers, but we decided we are going to do that. And one of the reasons why we're doing that is because, well, I had a lot on my mind. We'll put it that way. I had a lot on my mind, wanted to get this out there. All of my thoughts and my really, not, this is more going to be a knee-jerk reaction type podcast is going to be coming later on Monday. But for this case, I was looking at it and saying, okay, this these are the winners and losers. You want to read about this more, you can check it out at steelcurtainnetwork.com. I do write different than what I say in the podcast. If you want to check it out, you can. You can also feel free to utilize the comment section of the website, communicate with myself and other fans. And you can always find me on Twitter at jhartman, H-E-R-T-M-A-N, M-A-N underscore P-I-T. But we have a lot of a lot of losers. A, a, a new number. like a, This is the highest number of losers we've ever had this season. 15 and one winner. And I seriously stayed on after the postgame show with Brian and Dave. And we talked about it, and Dave was like, well, you could always put the, the, the kick returner out there as a winner because he had two really good returns. I'm like, Dave, he had two returns. Like, What are we doing? If if I'm putting a, a, a winner on the on the winners and losers that had just made just two literal plays, just two plays, none of which went for a touchdown, I can't do that. I can't. That would literally cheapen the entire process. So we have one winner, 15 losers. I, I don't even know where else to go with it, but there. I, and some people will say, well, Jeff, why are you doing this? Well, it's the job. It's the job. You got to cover the team. Whether you want to or not, you got to cover the team. So let's go ahead and start this off with the winners. The winners. TJ Watt. Winner. Let me change that. Singular. The winner. TJ Watt. He has a stat line of three tackles, two solo, two sacks, two tackles for loss, and two quarterback hits. Look, TJ Watt early in this game was was making plays. And that was before the entire team collectively just 
folded up like a cheap lawn chair. Yeah, there are some players. I'll give you an example. Another player who flirted with the winner tag, Connor Hayward. Yeah, Connor Hayward was the one that blocked the punt. That was a big play. Equated in a touchdown. That was the throw to Deontay Johnson. And you're thinking that that was a big play. Like, he could be a winner. But then he also had a holding call, and he dropped a pass. Just That was the kind of day that it was. For everything that went right, there was a lot of things that went wrong. So TJ Watt is the lone winner here. That's it. The lone winner. So, you know, normally I take a break after the winner, and I'm like, I'll be back with the losers now. We're just going to push through. 15 losers. Buckle up. Here we go. The first is 30 unanswered points. That's right. It's really hard to believe with a final score of 30 to 13 that at one point the Steelers actually led this game 13 to nothing. 13 to nothing. Should have been 14 to nothing. Chris Boswell missed a point after. And he's not even on the loser list. The stat line is wow. Like they surrendered 30, yet literally just the word wow. 30 unanswered points. There's not much else that that's damning on the offense and that's damning on the defense. The second loser living in fears when Mike Tomlin facing a third and 14, they go deep down the sideline, which I would, it's really dumb decision as an offensive play caller. It's a dumb decision in game management. You needed a field goal. Anyways, they go down the sideline. Mitch Trubisky throws it out of bounds. They don't even get an opportunity to connect. Not even an opportunity to draw a flag. It's not catchable. So you're thinking, okay, Chris Boswell, who's made kicks upwards of 60 yards, he's going to go out there for a 57-yarder. He's on the field. Next thing you know, he's getting called off. And you can see the disgust in his face. Like, you're not going to give me a chance, and they punt the ball. They punt the ball away. And when they punt the ball away, Presley Harvin, talk about him in a second, he punts the ball straight up into the air, and it is fair caught at, I believe, the 17-yard line. I'll give Dave credit. I said the 19, it was the 17. So, hey, pinned him deep. <laughs> I mean, that's awful. Like, that is so bad. If you're going to do that, at least try and pin him inside the 10, where if it goes into the end zone, you're like, well, it's a touchback. He, he fair caught it at the 17-yard line. That is the epitome, though, of living in your fears. Kick the field goal because you need the points. Trust your players. He said, he being Mike Tom will say, I trust in the defense. Why? They hadn't done anything up until that point anyways. Living in fears. Everything Mike Tomlin says they don't do, they did. Next loser is Mitch Trubisky. Now, Mitch Trubisky, he said 16, finished 16 of 23, 169 yards, a 7.3 average, one touchdown, two interceptions, was sacked three times for 19 yards, a 68.9 rating. He had two carries, for one yard. And he did score a rushing touchdown. I guess important to note. He had one rushing touchdown. That's about all that Mitch did that was good. Mitch did he, he didn't he didn't move around the pocket well. He had very poor pocket awareness. Throwing off of his back foot. That's something we've seen Mitch Trubisky do a lot of. And just ineffective play. I think a lot of people said this in our post-game show. Mitch Trubisky's not an NFL starter. He is not an NFL starter. And it's becoming pretty evident as well that he might not even be an NFL backup. Because look at a Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs is not an NFL starter. If you haven't figured that out yet. But he is an NFL backup. Meaning he can come in. He can win you some games. And now some, some people would say, well, like Gardner Minshew. He's a backup. But Gardner Minshew is a different type of backup. Like he's a really good player. He's a good player. And there's a reason why Kate, Kevin Smith this past offseason was like, the Steelers should try and get Minshew. 
He, they should try and get Gardner Minshew. And they, they didn't, but he's he's winning them games. He's keeping them alive. They're, the Indianapolis Colts are in the playoff. Pay, they're making a playoff push because of Gardner Minshew keeping them afloat without Anthony Richardson. Mitch Trubisky's not that, and unfortunately he's on the loser list. And uh, he got benched at the end of the game, which I'll talk about that on Monday. I'm not opening up that can of worms today. Next, loser, third down offense. They finished four for 12. Four for 12. You got to win in the weighty downs, right? That's what Mike Tomlin always says, weighty downs. Four for 12. Not it. I got to look for 500. They weren't that. Mike Tomlin, he said that uh, he's a loser on this on this article, on this podcast. And I, I put the stat line as inserting Rudolph into the game. So I will talk about this a little bit now. Mike Tomlin, when he put Mason Rudolph into the game, I brought this up in the post-game show, and I always will reference some of the things that we talked about. If you missed it, go back and listen. Brian Davis and Dave Schofield, they were like, I love the fact that he pulled him, meaning bench Mitch Trubisky. I, I guess I felt like th- there was so much poor play. He could have pulled him earlier in the game and actually said, like, okay, we're not just doing this as some type of you know, well, it's just some pomp and circumstance. We're just going to bench the guy. No, I felt like he could have done it in a moment where the Steelers actually could have maybe benefited from a better better play. I don't know. It just felt like a, a grasping, just like dying last-ditch effort. I'm, I'm grasping at straws. Oh, please, let's bench him. Let's try this. Just throwing crap against the wall and seeing what'll stick. It's just poor leadership. It's poor coaching. It's poor everything. This organization is in a bad spot. Well, let's go to the next loser, Najee Harris. He's a, he's a loser, and that was because, well, he finishes with a stat line that is not very good. 12 carries, 33 yards, a 2.8-yard average, zero touchdowns, a 15-yard long, and one very costly fumble. Let's go back and revisit this. So the Steelers, on the first drive of the third quarter, the Indianapolis Colts get the ball to start the second half and they get a three and out. The Steelers actually do the thing. They get off the field. First play from scrimmage, Najee Harris gets contacted in the backfield. It's worth noting, but he's fighting for extra yards, fumbles the ball. It gets recovered by Indianapolis. I want to say two plays later, touchdown. Just like that, the game just flipped on its head. Najee Harris didn't just have 2.8 yards of average rushing. He also put the ball on the turf when you just can't put the ball on the turf. Oh, and if you want to pile on, which I'm glad to do that right now, Najee Harris declined to talk to reporters. Listen, if you suck, the one thing you don't want to do is talk to reporters. And that's from the head coach on down. I'll give you a personal experience. You know how many times my high school teams, when I was a head coach in the 13 years that I did the job, our team would lose real bad. Now, our team, our games were not covered. There wasn't a reporter at all of our games. Every now and then, you would get a reporter that would show up. You're like, oh, wow, they're going to vote. They're going to actually cover our game tonight. And you would lose. And sometimes it was a really bad loss. And then there's the reporter standing by the bench after you're done talking to the team. Hey, coach, can I have a word? You know what you never did? Or at least I never did. I never said no. I never wanted to answer questions about, hey, coach, you were totally beaten to a pulp out there with your team. Like, you know, what the heck's going on? Well, you know, they're the better team. They got a, they a really good program. Kudos to them, blah, blah, blah. You use all the coach speak you want, but you answer the freaking questions. Najee Harris says, I'm not talking. I don't want to answer your questions, man. That is BS. BS. Next loser, rush defense. 34 carries, 
170 yards and a five-yard average. That was the Indianapolis Colts stat line. The rush defense forgot to show up at one point in the waning minutes of the third quarter into the fourth quarter was a drive that had 12 straight running plays. It moved all the way down to the red zone, and on a third and medium, third and six, I believe, they decided to throw the ball, and it was incomplete, and they kicked a field goal. They could have just kept running it. They would have run all the way into the end zone for a an unbelievable all-rushing touchdown, but no, they decided to throw it incomplete. The Steelers' rush defense was non-existent. Why? I would love to know why. I'm not sure if we'll ever find out why. Why it seems like Mike Tomlin is just unbelievably insistent on playing Montrevious Adams over Keanu Benton. Maybe Keanu Benton, who was banged up with an oblique injury leading into this game, maybe he re-aggravated the injury. That's possible. And if that's the case, that's fine. But it, otherwise, there's no reason why you should have someone like Keanu Benton, a really good young player, not in the lineup as much as possible. Now, the rush defense also wasn't aided by injuries. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's go to the next loser. Penalties are the next loser. Steelers were penalized eight times for 101 yards. I will say that again. Eight times for 101 yards. Just painful numbers. Painful numbers. You think about some of the costly penalties. Let's go through a scenario. This is an actual sequence in the game. Steelers have the ball at the end of the first half. They know the Colts get the ball to start the second half. So they are trying to slow play their drive so that they, if they have to give the ball back to Indianapolis, there's not enough time for them to do anything. And they actually do find some success. They get a first down and they end up giving the ball back with just under a minute left, but they have all their timeouts. First play from scrimmage down the seam Montgomery with the catch 40 plus yards there at midfield. Next play. Pierce is the target down the right sideline. Joey Porter's in coverage. Joey Porter Jr., defensive pass interference. And just like that, they are in the red zone. I believe it was one play or two plays after that. Touchdown Colts and everything else was like, what just happened? They moved down the field in less than 30 seconds and scored a touchdown. I, I th Those penalties are critical. Absolutely critical. Uh, next, let's go to the turnover and turnovers in the differential. So the Steelers early on in the season were protecting the ball and taking it away. They did neither in this game. They had three turnovers. Mitch Trubisky throws two picks, and they don't even get a takeaway. And I forgot to mention Najee Harris's fumble, as I mentioned, three turnovers. You're just not going to win a lot of football games with a team that's as fragile as the Steelers when you don't take the ball away at least to negate some of your own turnovers. Okay, let's go to the next loser, Presley Harvin. Uh, Presley Harvin, it's just not good enough. You know, we talk about, and if you listen to Dave Schofield's Stat Geek, if you're someone that listens to his podcast a lot, over the summer, he did a show on Presley Harvin and how Presley Harvin is so poor away from Pittsburgh's home stadium. So in this case, Acrisure Stadium. And it's just, it's so inconsistent. He was, he was bad again. I mentioned the punt that was down at the 17-yard line. That was not the only poor punt that he had, and it's in a freaking dome. So I don't want to hear the, well, you know, it was kind of windy, or, well, the rain. No, it's in a dome. Do better. Be better. Let's go to the officiating. That's the next loser. DeMonte Casey is ejected. He gets ejected from the game. Now, we all saw the hit. If you didn't see the hit, I'm sure you just go to 
Go on Twitter, X, whatever the hell we're calling it these days, and you can find video of DeMonte KZ hitting, um, oh, crap, I can't even think of the guy's name. I think it's Pittman uh, was the receiver that was knocked out with a concussion. And we all saw the flags coming. My question is, what is it that deems a player should be ejected from the game? So let's go back to Thursday Night Football. Alandon Roberts, I think it was Thursday, and it might have been against Arizona the week prior in week 13. Those two kind of run, run together. And it was a hit that Alandon Roberts came up, hit a defenseless receiver, injured the player in the process. I think it was Arizona now that I think about it. And he was flagged for it. We all were, were waiting for the flags, but he wasn't ejected. Player was hurt, left the game, didn't return. This game, this play, Pittman's laying out for a ball. KZ hits him with his shoulder, but it's just the way that the play was is weird. He gets hurt. Pittman's down. Flags are thrown. We all expected the flags, and he gets ejected. So what was it about that play that caused him to get ejected is what I want to know. It continues to be this gray matter, not just this, but uh, the officiating in general. I can't stand it. The NFL officiating is a problem. It's the biggest problem facing the league right now, and yet they will never, ever address it. The next loser of the Steelers playoff hopes, they're all but done. With the, with the Bengals winning, and they're now uh, eight and six, I believe. Steelers are seven and seven. No, they're not mathematically eliminated yet, but they're all but done. All but done. Next loser, the injuries. It's just gas on the fire at this point. Minka Fitzpatrick goes down with a knee injury. Mike Tomlin was asked after the game if it was serious. He said, I'm not going to talk about the severity or anything. I don't want to don't want to speak like that. It's got to be evaluated in Pittsburgh. Doesn't sound great. Uh, and then Cam Hayward's now in the concussion protocol. We find that out a little bit later. So, yeah, when it rains, it pours. When it comes to injuries, the Steelers already just decimated up the middle of the defense. Just bad. Next loser, we have two left. I swear, we only have two left. The next loser is the NFL Network. There are so many freaking breaks in commercials. And I don't know, this This is, I feel like this is an NFL Network thing because I never really experienced this with CBS on a regular Sunday. I mean, the, the Cardinals game was different because there were so many like, weather delays. But my gosh, I just felt this game took forever. It took forever. Every time someone was hurt, it wasn't like, we're, we'll be back in 30 seconds. It's, we'll be back in three minutes. Oh my gosh, there's, the, there's a play. We ran one play before the two-minute warning. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in 25 minutes. I mean, it was insane. Like I was tweeting out a bunch like, okay, we're not going to see replays because we're only going to get to watch commercials. Just a bad look. I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Didn't help that the Steelers sucked. Last loser. This is personal. It's real personal because it's you listening. It's me talking. And it's everyone that watched. Steelers fans everywhere. We're all losers. We're all losers for having to watch this god-awful team week in and week out. Again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. At one point, all five of my children are down on the couch on our sectional watching this game. My wife doesn't come down anymore. But still, we're all, all five of our children are watching the game. And it is so boring. I mean, yeah, the first, like, the kids that started the game were like, yeah, this is fun, they're scoring points, oh my gosh. And even then, they're like, oh my gosh, did Chris Boswell miss the field goal? Like, can this team not do anything? My oldest daughter's like, are you serious? And I'm like, I know, like, this is what this team is. So difficult to watch and to to have to go through this. And my mom, God bless her, she always says, I feel so bad that you have to cover the team. And I was like, it's my job. Like I, I don't I love my job. I love my job. 
But it's difficult to always have to watch this team because we are fans. We're not media. We can't stand on that neutral line and say, well, you know, I'm not a fan. No, I am a fan. I want the team to win. But we're all losers for having to watch this mess week in and week out. So, all right. That does it for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be back on Monday, and I'm going to have uh, a full show. Going to give you my thoughts. I don't know about a guest or anything like that, but I'm going to give you a full show on Monday. We already got the winners and losers out of the way. We've got a lot to disseminate with this team. So I hope you have a great weekend. Do the best that you can. to. If you want to watch football, enjoy it. If not, that's fine too. Be back on Monday. You know how we finish it out. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. God bless every single one of you for putting up with this like I have to. We'll see you on Monday. Go Steelers. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.